Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Startup Diary podcast. This is episode 288. Harry gets it wrong off the bat, but I promise the rest of the episode is worth listening to. We talk about managing your time, some of our lessons, and throughout the show, we really get to some conclusions about how you can best manage your time. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 287 of the startup diary i am harrison Murch, and i'm with my co-host adam callow hey guys and if you're new to the podcast this is where we share what it's like to build a startup from scratch from bootstrap for two years seed funded a bit of vc funding along the way and we're now a 12 person team based in the middle of the uk harry it's a friday show you know what that means guys three topics one decision Yep. <laughs> and that sums up but here's Friday. The, here's the difference this time, guys, is on previous Fridays, I've given Harry the three topics to talk through. He's picked one of them, and we've kind of gone into the show. The problem is, is Harry doesn't always pick the right thing, as we found out, because we get a bunch of emails Story from, of my life. from angry listeners. <laughs> so what we decided to do was actually post the question into our Facebook group. And if you're not part of the Facebook group, it's super simple. Just head over to Facebook and type in Startup Diary Club, Hit join. There's a couple of questions you have to answer. Otherwise, Alison or Shane will not let you in. We posted I've it. been known to let people slip through the net, though, so... And Alison will go do <laughs> fucking backflips when she hears you say I this. now see people requesting to join the club, and I just turn my phone over because I'm not allowed those Just a nice guy, aren't you? You just want to let people in. So we created a poll. Harry, do you want me to read the poll questions just so you can see what the options were? I would love you to do that because I do not have Facebook open. Perfect. So I'm going to read these in reverse order of how interested people were. Okay. Like it. We've got, you like what I'm doing here? We're trying to add still that little Ascending order, one might say. Ascending order. Okay. We'll go with that. I think that's right. In ascending order of interest. Number one, start right or pay later. Whether you are, I'm not used to, (laughs) did you you write these? I'm not used to reading, mate. I'm just used to talking. Start right or pay later. Whether you are the agency or the client, these two examples show the importance of being aligned from day one. And a bit of context is we had two meetings that week and one of Mm. them was just a perfect example of when you don't start the whole relationship aligned and the other one was actually, we've got it aligned from day one and it just, one, the KPIs, the goals, the set, everything off that just felt loads better. Um, Might cover that off in a different show, maybe as a topic in terms of how to get aligned, but that was the least rate, actually, it was, it was equal third. It was equal third. Um, number two, mm. agency politics. This was an emotional That's one hot. for me. That's hot. Internally. And I don't mean in a good way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, As I'm saying that, I'm I was, thinking don't say that. I was hot. fiery when I, when I wrote this. I was a little bit pissed mm. off with something that was That's what on. I meant. Heated, emotional, yep. not, not hot. Agency politics. Some of the shit you have to deal with when your clients work with multiple agencies, because we act like an agency in terms of the work that we do here at Expert mm-hmm. Trades, and sometimes you have to be running in parallel or being supported by another agency. And uh, that can be really frustrating is what I've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> that was number two or equal second. But number one, the thing we're going to talk about today. Number one. Number one on this episode. I forgot that I don't need to make the decision. You don't need to make the decision. Because the decision's been made for exactly. us. Exactly. The group took Great. the decision-making process Thank away you. from you. Thank you to everyone in the Startup Diary Club. Malta. Malta. But it's not a trip report. Okay. 
Sun's out, guns out. That was mate. There was a big fucking storm. <laughs> I arrived. It was the rockiest landing ever. I've been through the turbulence, mate. I felt sick as a dog for an hour afterwards. I've been on. Have you ever been on a plane that's had to abort a landing? Yeah, I, when that's I went to Turkey, terrifying. It goes down. No, this is the most terrifying thing about it. Is when I went to Turkey with my family. Is we went. We tried to land and they didn't let us. And then it started circling the airport. When you looked down, there was like fire brigade and ambulance. Like oh, there was lights okay. down there. And I was like. We, this I, fucking I, scary. Did, I, did, I didn't notice uh, ambulances and fire brigades, but we uh, we were coming in and we like I could see the grass next to the runway. Yeah, it's not and good. then they just anchored the jet, well, fire the jets up again. Sorry, and then whoosh, and just pull straight out. We, we had a like, we had an issue where the front <laughs> leg wouldn't come down. Front leg, front front wheel, <laughs> front wheel. <laughs> kind of planes are you on? <laughs> That's the problem we ran into. Malta, an open discussion to why you get more work done when you have a finite amount of time and how to use that moving forward. Do you want me to repeat that back to That's you? That's a lofty title. It was, but it was descriptive because I wasn't, we couldn't do this back and forth. The group needed to know exactly what we're going to talk about on the show. It's not as easy as you think, is it? This guys? smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking blame game with Harry this morning. Malta, an open discussion to why you get more work done when you have a finite amount of time and how to use that moving forward. Shall I give you some context? Please do. So I went out to Malta last week. I flew out on the... The fly out. Fly out on the Sunday. Yep. Came back on the Wednesday. Super short trip. Sunday, storms, bad landing. Cover that off. So on the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I allocated a set amount of time to just stay on top of work. So I'd, I'd work for three to four hours in the morning, and then I'd switch my laptop off and then go and do the things it went out there to do. Mm-hmm. So after I did the four hours of work, I would, I would sit and we'd get in the car. And I just, I just reflected and I was like, how the hell have I got so much stuff done in such a short period of time? Because when I'm at my desk in the office, like here now, I, it would have taken me eight hours to get that much work done, but I did it in half the time. So then it got me thinking in terms of like, actually what's going on here and then how can I use that moving forward? Because I was so productive and so efficient that I want to sort of like put that genie in a bottle yeah. and then be able to use that moving forward. Have you had any examples of like when you can, when are you best in flow and are actually around getting work done. Um, I find I'm most productive when people stop asking for more <laughs> things from me. <laughs> do, you, do you actually think, I know that was a degree I, of sarcasm, but do you actually think like, that's the problem with being at the desk? 100%. Because for me, I know that I need, my hardest thing is focusing on multiple things at once. So I know that in order to get things done, I need to just zero in on one task at a time mm-hmm. to have multiple balls in the air is quite difficult for me to they either all suffer well yeah no there's no either they <laughs> they, they all suffer if they all need to be done yep. under the same time frame so i need to so if i have two or three tasks i tend to just split the week up to say okay i'm going to do this between these two days this between these two and this between these two and by the by the end of the week it'll all be done and th- but I need to focus on one at a time, laser focused, and then I'll get it done. So that's that's how I solve my own problem. But when someone goes, oh, can you do this as well? Well, you've just interrupted me while I'm doing something in the first place. And with everybody, when you try and do multiple things at literally the same time, um, I can't, and I can't, I'm pretty sure it might've been, might've been Alison at the meetup that mm-hmm. said it, but every time you get distracted, it takes you like 30 minutes to get back into the rhythm of the task that you're trying to do. Yep. So if you're in the middle of a project and then people keep speaking to you, 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 you're you probably the worst 
of getting people coming and speaking to you all the time. But if if people keep coming over to you and asking something of you, even if it's like, yeah, I can do that in in two days, I'll come back to you in two days and get it done. You've just lost 30 minutes of the task that you're doing already because you've come out of the flow, you've spoke to someone else, completely different topic in your mind, you've then got to log that so you don't forget it because otherwise you've got to keep it in your memory bank yeah. until you do log it. And then you've got to go back to the project that you were on. Where was I? What was I doing? And then and it just breaks the flow up. I think I'm trying to work out I, I completely agree with what you're saying as well because I was out there with my mum and my brother and I basically outlined on the flight over there I was like listen guys um, I've got stuff to- <laughs> headphones on no talking <laughs> I was like I've got stuff to do and I know you guys do as well so can we just agree an amount of time that we don't really talk to each other in the morning and I can just get some stuff done and everyone's like yeah so during the mornings we're all independently just getting our work just done on the laptops yeah, exactly. It was an amazing view to work from, don't get me wrong, and that might have helped. Actually, me and Sarah had a good conversation about this because I was trying to do some work at, over the week, this weekend just gone, and I was like, I just, I'm trying to work out, like, and this is why I posted it into the group as one of the three. I was like, I'm trying to work out why I was so productive over there, and I can't be productive here. My kids are asleep, so nothing to do with the kids because there's no way getting any work done in a family when the kids are awake. Only Even if they're not disturbing you, you kind of have to always be aware hmm. Like, Unless they're in a box like, or something. like playing with scissors in the kitchen or something. You have to always know what's going on. So you can't really get any work Sorry. done. The, the way you said that sounded like you give them scissors to play with because it keeps them focused <laughs> and distracted. No, 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 no. I don't want Parenting 101. No, I should do a book. No scissors. We should do a book about parenting. We should do a podcast about parenting. We should do a podcast about parenting. <laughs> Stay tuned, Guys, people. if you want to hear a podcast. <laughs> uh, so I was trying to work out at home and so I was like, you were looking over a fucking beautiful ocean as you do. I was like maybe but that can't be the real reason because when mm. I go up to Starbucks and again that is light and airy as everyone keeps telling me uh, when I go up to Starbucks I get loads more work done I guess one of the questions is is why do people have an office if everyone works better on their own and remotely like what and I know there's answers to this but I guess it's just well, uh, as part uh, of the conversation is because when you're in an office environment, it feels like you're 60% less productive or 50% less productive. A hundred percent, you are not as, like even even Edie, um, how many times has Edie gone to Christopher's or wherever because she just needs to get shit done? Yep. And the only way to do that is to leave the office because I from my assumption is from where she is in the office, if there's noise and busyness going on, it distracts her. I think we come to a workplace because you're all working for the same company, therefore, yep. if you ever need to collaborate. So like Mark's in London. Yeah. But how how much more productive are we when he comes to the office? Yeah. It's like 10x the, the output. and Because he can say something, there's no like typing it out, trying to understand what he means, back and forth. He just says it. We can ask a question. We can yeah, understand it. And, and you solve a problem 10 times quicker. But here's a the question then is, so, so there's two it, things here. So if, if we were hot seating and we had projects, it's like right when when we do sprints, it's it's that kind of that kind of focus that when everyone's working together, you can smash it out of the park. Uh, I completely in, agree in on, on, the, on the collaborative projects we're working yeah. on. But if you take Mark as an example, there's two things I want to dig into. One <clears> is in our current company structure, just as a conversation in terms of like actually what's the right dynamic because we can talk about what Danny does as well with because hmm. he works from home two yeah, days a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then secondly, if if someone's listening to this and they are like a solopreneur or they've got a side hustle and they're working from home is they I personally feel they need to get themselves out of the house and develop mm. an environment that they work in. And if, if I didn't have expert trades and we weren't here, we didn't have an office, 
and even the fact that I do still have this office, I still sometimes choose to go and work at Starbucks is probably a, an insight, is everyone listen to the show. If you don't feel productive where you're working, change up the environment. So I think it's super important to try and find a place that, that you personally work mm. well in. Like when you're working at home, how do you, you've got like, you've got no kids, you've got a dog that's fucking mental. Um, uh, I mean, he, he is meant, he is, <coughs> he is, he's mental in a great he's, way. As he's in, he's got character. 100%. It's not a negative. Don't, don't, I'm not digging your dog. What I'm saying is like, he's the sort of dog that wants attention during the day. Yeah, if you're there, he wants your attention. Does he, he relax when you've he, been in the house for three does, four hours? To, to be fair, I think, interestingly, he knows the routine of, of me and Emmy leaving the house. Yep. So when one of us stays, he's kind of like, oh. Huh. Okay. So he actually spends the majority of the day, not the full, not a full eight hours. Yep. But for example, if I stay at home, I'll still go up to my desk uh, at sort of 9 a.m. and work and he tends to just either lie on our bed or lie on the sofa downstairs for most of cool. the day but around three o'clock that's when he comes in and he's got his ball and he's like because <laughs> I've, I've only seen that side of it obviously because when mm. we get back to your house you've been out all day and he's yeah. like for an hour yeah he's like yeah he's, he's, he's he chills anyone that's not anyone that doesn't live in my house only ever sees him really excited but yeah, yeah, okay. after you spend a couple of hours there you realise he just kind of chills out so what's it like for you then working at home if it's just you and Frank in the house if I've got a big task then I just get it done because there's nothing else where and then I could because I can ignore the slack messages I can ignore the emails until I choose to go but why can't you look. do that when you're at your desk anyway and this is because probably one people, of my questions because people speak to you okay so it's like someone through there send you a slack message and then it's like oh we didn't reply and then they literally come and go yeah yeah, and, and, it, and it's not just me. It's the same with anyone. Like, if I need to ask Edie something or you something, because you're right there, Adam, uh, have you seen or can we, even if it's like, can we have a meeting later, the logical thing would be put it in your inbox and then you'll see that when we get to yeah. it. But if I've said, can we have a meeting at two and it's one o'clock when I sent it, I'm going to come over to you quicker yeah. and just say, I sent you an email, but I'm also following up verbally. <laughs> I'm, try I'm just trying to get my head around like how the company should be structured in terms of where, where people work from and how Remotely, often. Yeah, on you, beaches. You've already, <laughs> you've already said that the collaborative approach is the benefit being in office together. Mm. Uh, but like take but Danny. A lot of the work that we do doesn't require us all to be in the same room all the time. No, but from a founder, and again, from a CEO or founder's perspective is there's a, there's a big, tr I trust everyone in the team, but there's a big trust element. So if you're listening to this, I'm not saying make all your employees remote. Oh no. Yeah. And that's not what I'm saying either. Yeah. I People have a workplace because it's where you go to signify a working day. It's like it's like the difference of having a home gym. Yeah, is when the if you're if you have a room that is the gym, then that's great. But if your gym is the living room, and you put equipment the, in there, yeah. the chance of you actually working out is less because the TV's there, the sofas there. There's all these distractions. So mm -hmm. working at home doesn't necessarily mean doesn't necessarily mean everyone's going to be more productive. If you because if you need to work from home, you need an office space still, and yep. that is still segregating your home from your workspace. But just so, but just on that, from and I'm, I'm kind of going down memory lane here, and it, it's relevant because because Mark's just made a move. Mark, mm. our CTO, comes exactly. up once twice a week. We get loads more done when he's in person. But he was experiencing what I experienced three four years ago when we didn't have an office and I was working from home. And it was just lonely. Like working at home mm. is really hard because you just, you, you, 
you're on your own, you feel trapped, blah, blah, blah. So we've just got a desk at a co-working space for Mark in London. So I guess I'm trying to work out like what the ideal thing is because Danny works from home two days a week because one, it comes down to travel and two, his work is split up literally 12 days doing one thing and eight days doing another. So the eight days that he does that, he doesn't need to be in the office. He needs to focus on it and it's, it's kind of not core to the business. Um, it's like a revenue generation thing and it also keeps his his skills up so he does like a marketing for anyone listening I'm not trying to be cryptic he does a marketing <laughs> yeah, I know sorry I'm not trying to sidestep what he actually does Tuesdays he's by a different alias <laughs> <laughs> so he does a a, a marketing uh, he, he acts as like a marketing manager for a number of our uh, customers here at Expert Trades uh, and benefit of that is one a bit of revenue but two it keeps him sharp on what he does through the 12 days which is around verified which is our trade directory um, so I think it's just a really interesting thing is here's an example Tomorrow, I've got a meeting in London. I've got to be there at 10 o'clock. My meeting finishes at 11.40. We're doing a presentation. I could jump back on a train at 11 and get back into Tamworth and be at my desk for 12.30 and then work. Mm -hmm. I decided not to. I decided to stay down in London and I'll go over to Google Campus on my own with my headphones and a laptop and I'll sit at Google Campus from 11 till 5, 6 and I'm getting an 8 o'clock train back because I just know I'll be more productive and I guess one of the things to for me to try and get my head around is does that make me a shit CEO or like what's the right dynamic for a CEO to be in the office managing leading the team compared to getting my own work done because we're going through this transition stage at the moment is we've got enough staff in the team like 12 of us mm. to be doing their core responsibilities but I've still got so much work for me to do that's like work work like actual work compared to just managing and hiring um and it's not like the strategy stuff I'm working on. I'm physically just still doing the work. And I think we're going through a transition stage at the moment where if we go from like 12 to 15 to 20 staff, my work work should decrease. I should be more on strategy and we should be hiring people in that do mm. the some of the stuff that I'm doing. I think that the Monday meetings are a huge improvement because what happens now is we come in on a Monday and we get everything that needs to be done out in the air, everyone discusses it. We all know everyone's goals for the week. And that means that I think that actually would enable us to not have to always be in the office or always collaborate because we've collaborated on a Monday yep. and made clear the tasks for the week. If there is another session that needs to be booked in, like one of my tasks that I left on this Monday's uh, meeting with is we need to book in a session for planning for um, I can't remember what it is now, but I've wrote it down so that I've got actions to take away and I need to book it in, but I'll yep. book that in with you in at some point in the rest of the week. Whereas normally what would happen is we'd get to Wednesday and be like, shit, we've actually got something we still need to get booked in. Adam, when you're free, and I've just interrupted you because I still need yep. to book this in with you. I've had to come over to you because it's become urgent. Whereas on a Monday, I've made a note. I've got this thing to book in. I'm just going to drop you an email that says we need to just sit down and have 30 minutes talking about this. We probably still don't even need to be in a room together. We can yep. zoom in, for example. But I think the Monday meetings, as much of the day as they are taken up, they're kind of removing it from the rest of the week. Yeah, I spoke to her about this last night in terms of, she was like, that meeting went on long. I'm like, it did. But, but it, what, it, what it does for yeah. me is it means that from uh, two o'clock or one o'clock on a Monday through till five o'clock on a Friday, I know what the whole mm. team is and I don't need to micromanage people and you heard me speak to Danny he's got a bunch of stuff to do but I was like Danny I don't care what you do how you do it when you do it I just need to walk into my meeting yeah. with A, B and C just get that done and then it's off my plate and he's smart enough to go and work that out so I think the Monday mornings are a huge value talking about yesterday's Monday morning meeting all the M's um, I think what Love a good bit of alliteration I think what Mark's done with his time <clears throat> is super strong mm. because he's obviously got some really big projects on 
and he's getting like to, to be honest Mark's probably in the similar boat to me in terms of getting pulled pillar to post trying to support different people in the team me from a management yeah. client side and him from a dev side so he's basically said listen guys I'm, I'm obviously going to be here but two or three times a week I'm going to set time in the calendar where if you want to book me in anything you want to jump on a call show me something let me walk you through it he's going to be like really hand holding and give mm. the support but he set that time aside because outside of that time he's going to say listen guys it's going to be harder to get hold of me I'm building a process that you guys can follow unless it's mission critical use the time allocated because it's having a negative impact on his work and mm. like his deadlines but, I think that um, was a super strong move and that that is literally what we're talking about is that whenever there's an issue and we're not sure about it we just slack mark that distracts him that pulls him out of whatever he was doing at the time and then we have a back and forth for 10 or 15 minutes so he's spent 15 minutes talking to me or Sarah or whoever else then he's got to go back to what he was doing right where was I what am I doing and like (laughs) it's easier when you're editing a video or writing an email or whatever but when you're coding yeah when you're in the matrix I imagine there's a little bit the the margin for error it's I think it's the coding but also a lot of the time he's problem solving hmm. so like imagine like trying to do a yeah, Rubik's you're cube you're halfway through a Rubik's cube and someone comes in, like you have no idea where you were spins it exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we do it's like there you go Mark yeah. have that back so. um to like pull this back full circle I think this sort of started out of why were we so produ- why was I so productive mm. in Malta and I think what we're getting to is it comes down to the fact that I put four hours in the calendar that's the only it's the finite amount of time that I could work to get some jobs done. I made a list of what I needed to get done and I got them done. I actually got them done faster than I thought. And we've just said about Mark with he's putting time in his calendar to do the distractive stuff, which means he's technically blocking time in his calendar to focus on his mm. stuff. One thing that I don't do and I want to do more of is is put time in my calendar, like block it off. Because at the moment, my calendar is fairly flexible. If you want to meet me, you'll go in and go, He's like Mark did last night. He knows yeah. I'm free today at 9.30 for 30 minutes. So he's put a call in my calendar at 9.30 about our new app developers. And I'm like, fuck, I could have done with doing some work before mm. I go and see this potential new client, but I haven't blocked that off. So it feels like what we need to do is like, whether it's remote or in-house, is be respectful of people's calendars in terms of like, actually, if I block this time off, and what I used to do back in Birmingham, <coughs> we joked about before, is if my headphones were on, mm. just leave me alone. And I think I need to go back to that a little bit because I feel like I'm not getting real work done at my own office. But that, and that, and that's great. But the issue with that is it's like, guys, oh, his headphones have been in for like a, a few hours now. Is, <laughs> he's doing may, real may, work. May, maybe he's left them in. And then it's like, ah, Adam, have you got, have, <laughs> have, have you got two minutes? Um, You've got to act. Like, like I, I just pulled my calendar up now because if we just go off, look at my calendar and, if, if there's nothing there, I'm free. That's yep. not normally the case. So I think I probably need to just, because there's things I keep pushing back yep. um, in my mind, because I know I need to do it. And it's like, okay, I need to do that on Tuesday. And then things drop in on Tuesday. It's like, shit, I need to now move that to Thursday. Like I've got Wednesday written off. But on that note- it- But do I need to now put a four hour block of, working yes busy yeah because that i think sense. when i look at your cal- and just as a calendar perspective i'm really going into the weeds here is you know when you put it in the all day section on the calendar mm. it doesn't fill the calendar so as people are scrolling through it because it's that bar at the top on google that's because i don't look at the monthly view uh, okay like on mine i'm on monthly view now and it's it just says a like big all day. block yeah okay whereas if I go let me have a game like on a day view or a week view it just sort of sits at the top so I, I, I look at it and think oh he's available and then I'll send you some stuff so I'd say block off the physical time 9 to 5 or whenever you're doing the work oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty shit um, okay like for me yeah, as, yeah, as I said at the top of the show and this was about a open com- it literally says an open discussion to why 
for me this has been super helpful because it feels like actually the thing missing from me top down and thing that mark sort of led with which i found interesting the thing that i learned from malta is in your calendar one shouldn't be as flexible as mine because it doesn't take consideration the work that Mm. i've got to do it just assumes i can be in meetings five days a week which i can't i've got real work we're still not that's we're not at that point of a business where we have all the layers in the business that we need to to get the work work because eventually what i should be doing and correct me if i'm wrong uh, and that's one for you or the listeners is what i want to do is build myself into a position in the company where i have the right people doing the right jobs and me it's all around leadership and management supporting the team to do their best work hiring and firing and then strategy mm. they're the three things that i think are the pillars of a solid ceo like i should be helping i should be using my time to leverage the rest of the teams to get the most out of them but right now i'm probably still 70 percent work work and then the other three things I just discussed have to fit into the 30%, which means my calendar technically should be three and a half days a week of work, work time, but it's not, which yeah. means you do the evenings, means you do the weekends, means you fall behind. So what I'm going to start doing off the back of this is actually start blocking time in my calendar where it's just like, I'm just going to call it work. And then yeah. hopefully that will give me a little bit more time to, not just time, but uh, train the team to actually no no i can't put meetings in here headphones might come back on again this is where adam's doing his work works what i don't want to do is keep escaping to starbucks because i feel a little bit guilty where it's like the whole team's here and i'm Mm. like i'm like fuck i need to get to starbucks to do some real work what one of the issues i find is i've got i know i've got a bunch of work that needs to be done whatever it might be but if you itemize it you end up not giving yourself enough time or whatever and for some like if you give yourself half an hour for a task and then you don't start it till 10 minutes after you were supposed to. And, yep. and then it turns out it's a 45 to an hour. It just, what happens is it ends up just getting pushed rather than it actually being finished. It's like, well, this is going to take a bit longer. Let me let me push this one to Thursday now. And then yep. it just becomes a whole thing. Whereas if you give yourself four hours to get shit done, that's the difference. you tend to get it done. Because <laughs> this comes into the episode that we did, I think it went live on Monday at the point of recording this. This will probably, this will go live this Friday, which will be the 8th. So on Monday the 4th, I'm guessing numbers here, Harry. I could be way off. Monday yeah, the 4th. Yeah, you've just reminded me that I've probably actually opened the show with the wrong episode number. Oh, did you? Wow. Potentially. Cool. You because can... it's Friday. Well, when we do that opener at the beginning that I record, <laughs> I will, uh, I'll correct Point you. Point that and, out to I the... Uh... I fucked up straight off the bat. Um, <laughs> Bit strong. But on the... I've <laughs> 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 loads of caffeine. Um, but I think, where was I going? We got completely distracted. <laughs> on Monday's show, there we go. You pulled me off. On Monday's um, show, when we spoke about Tom Bates and his question, yeah. um, we spoke about prioritization. So I think the perfect mix right now is kind of coming together, which is on a Sunday night, I prioritize all my tasks for the week. I load them into our sort of work management. I'm using monday.com, by the way, properly. So I load all my well tasks. Thank you. I load all my tasks into Monday. And then what I do before I prioritize, I just brain dump everything that I need to do. I then have categories, which is called urgent, high impact, and to do, and mm-hmm. future. Future is like the shit that I'm thinking about that's not important. So then <laughs> then what I do is I prioritize them. And then as new tasks come in, I have an email address for that board where I just email myself basically and it loads up onto the board. 
but it goes into the unorganized bit. So I don't need to worry about how long it's going to take and blah, blah, blah. So when I block my work off and I've got that four hour segment, I can then just do top to bottom. Just do as many as you can. Do all the urgent stuff first, mm-hmm. then do the high impact stuff, then do the to do's and then think about the future stuff if I ever get around to it, which is probably never going to happen. It's like a brain dump of like magical ideas, like unicorns. It will never actually come to fruition because um, <laughs> you never have time. You never get to that part of your to-do list. Um, this has been how, this is genuinely, I feel like some of our podcasts now, like especially some of the recent ones where it got personal, they're coming like a therapy session. So I'm like, this is actually really helpful because I think That's the good. takeaways is probably going to actually be rolled out and impact the team in terms of if you've got work to do, book it off in your calendar because there's me it's a big lesson that I've learned me Mark or anyone in the team we've got all shared calendars and it looks like one you're available I'm basically telegraphing to the whole team and I'm e- available <laughs> and Edie's um, very good at following that. like she'll look at everyone's calendars to see if she can book people in yep. but not, through no fault of her own obviously if there's nothing in the calendar <laughs> then yeah. we're free. But that's the perfect so. example of like a process breaking down. Mm. We spoke about it in yesterday's meeting with Mark. Mark has now outlined a brand new process to help him manage his work more efficiently and give the support to the team. That's the, But it's still mm. a two-way thing. Everyone in the team needs to respect his process, otherwise the damn thing won't work. And that's sort of where, where I think it's a big learning curve for us all. Super helpful. I've enjoyed this. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire a listener question. I'm going to fire this back at the listeners because they voted cool. on this. Guys, if you're in our Facebook group. Someone put a post up and like, so I think Alison's done a great job in terms of like, just listen to today's show, what are your thoughts? Let's get one of those posts back in. First person to listen to this, go in there and post it. I want to know where you work best and why. So, and give us a, give us an understanding of where your business is. Are you, do you have an office? And even if you've got an office, you might say, I've got an office, but I go work at Costa. Um, like, give us an idea of where you work best and why and what your key takeaways from this show and how you're going to try and implement some new stuff moving forward. This is what we're trying to build here in terms of like help everyone in the community be better entrepreneurs, better business owners. So super keen to hear what your thoughts are, guys. Anything else from you, Harry? No, they can send that in to questions at startupdiary.club or you can join our club over at Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Startup Diary Club. Or just go to Facebook and search for startup. Guys, can we just end this debate now? Please, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take the tone out and ask an honest, <clears throat> okay. objective Let me question. Just Wind your neck in. <laughs> Wind it. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the group, we're going to create a poll, which is how did you find this group? And we're going to say, did you go to the URL or did you search it in the search bar because then every fucking episode we're only going to use one of them and whatever what you can't that's completely fair I wasn't going to dispute that I was Your just face going to say something some, different. sometimes and they can see it now <laughs> sometimes I personally sometimes I personally find that you can't find the group that you're looking for because the name is like Facebook search I think isn't the greatest okay well, it's we'll get, no Google let's let the poll but, answer the question you know. Okay. I, my assumption is nine out of ten people searched it compared to, I have never once put a URL into Facebook can you even put if you've got the Facebook app can you even put you can't even put a URL into the, Harry you're telling people the complete wrong you can't there's put, another group that's similar did we make it and forget about it because <laughs> we did that with Twitter recently no, mate. guys they've got more people we have to wrap this up right now guys we're going to put the poll in the group thank you for listening this as I, as I said Friday shows is when me and Harry just have a chit chat talk through something that's top of mind uh, it's proved out to be a bit of a therapy session for me and super helpful hopefully you've taken some stuff away Harry any final words from you keep on trucking keep on trucking
Ha 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 